Hello, and welcome back to An Audience of One by Geniversity, in which we deliver spiritually uplifting content and motivation for everyday average people who could use a reminder that they have worth and value and a gift to the world that they need to share through living up to their full potential. Although this podcast is on all major platforms available to an audience of many, it is written as a letter to myself and therefore is intended to be an audience of one. But we hope this message resonates with you and helps motivate you to improve your life through spiritual development and taking action to be the person that you were meant to be. Support for this podcast is provided by listeners like yourself who make monthly contributions at GenDiversity.com. You're at the beginning of this journey. You've made a conscious decision to change, to start improving your life, to start fighting for yourself. You've acknowledged that this is going to be a very long battle that is going to have to be fought alone. So it's going to be a very lonely one without any help or support. The next most important step for you in moving forward is a difficult one, which is that you're going to have to forgive yourself. There's no one that's harder on you than you. And while in some scenarios that can be a really admirable attribute, in this particular situation, your inability to forgive yourself has become a weight that is holding you down and preventing you from moving forward. And forgiving yourself doesn't mean that you can just absolve yourself of all of your past actions with some simple Jedi mind trick. Your actions are yours and you own them, but you have to be able to at some point forgive yourself and move on. First and foremost, because you can't fight for yourself and against yourself at the same time. You have a long journey ahead of you, and it's extremely difficult to trek any journey in the companionship of people that you can't stand. And on this journey, there's only one companion that you're taking with you, and you best make amends with them quickly. When you can't stand the person in the reflection, it's hard to think about forgiveness, but you have to remember that that person that you see in your reflection is not who you are, but who you once were. And it's not going to be who you're going to become. And so you're going to have to start to have a little bit of compassion for who you once were on your journey to who you're trying to become. And the person you're trying to become has to have compassion for the people who've been in your situation. And so you're going to have to learn to extend that compassion to yourself. First and foremost, because you deserve it. Second, because your inability to forgive yourself is going to be the single most crippling factor in preventing you from moving forward and becoming the person you need to be. It has to be one of the most classic traps ever that you feel as if you have made too many mistakes or you have made such egregious mistakes that you are too far past what qualifies for redemption. You feel like a loser that you're always going to be and that no amount of good deeds will change that. When you condemn yourself to the fate of being unforgivable, you give yourself no room to move, no room to improve. Essentially, you've hit what we would call in the addiction world, the efforts. But the real danger is that when you've given up on hope, you feel that there's nothing you can do to make the situation worse because you're already damned. But you're wrong. You can dig a deeper hole. And it is your despair that continues to give you that permission to keep on digging. You allow despair to shoot down any message of hope that you may hear or tell yourself. You see yourself as a piece of trash loser who has screwed up a hundred times too many. So 
Don't try to talk your way out of it. Don't try to pull up some spiritual teaching that tells you that there's a way back. You are, in fact, every negative thought you have ever thought of yourself and worse. Other people can make mistakes. Other people can fall off. Other people can do what you've done and fall what you've fallen into, but not you. You were supposed to be better. You were supposed to be an example. You were supposed to be a leader and you failed. So you are a failure and you are a disgrace. You belong forgotten. And the only thing left to do with the hole that you've dug for yourself is to finish the job by filling it in with the rest of the dirt and burying yourself in your shame. And when you think like this, you make darkness scared of the lack of light that you've enveloped yourself in. Anything bad is on the table. You have tricked yourself into believing that your transgressions are so unforgivable that no amount of bad deeds could make it worse. And if you're that bad, what's one more insult added to the injury? What's one more bad deed really going to do? I mean, when you've got a one-way ticket to the darkest depths of hell, it's not like it can really get worse. I mean, what's one more bad deed really going to do? You might as well indulge while you're down here. It's this type of despair that has caused you to give up on good deeds and removed any restraint from doing bad, which allows you to continue to spiral out of control instead of climbing out of the situation that you found yourself in. And that despair that you feel is being fueled by your inability to forgive yourself. And that's the trap of despair. As hard as it is for you to hear your faults, your shortcomings, your mistakes, your transgressions, are not as bad as you want to believe that they are. Your disgust for your actions is correct, but your disgust for yourself to the point of resigning any effort towards improvement is not. No one is crushing it 100% of the time. For sure, there are people that are doing better than you from time to time, but we all struggle, we all falter, we all make mistakes, and unfortunately, you've fallen into the trap of the comparison game in a world that facilitates this mirage of constant success and greatness where people show off their highlights, not their lowlights. You seem to think that your entire body of work is a complete and utter disaster, and you perceive that certain people are doing better than you in an area where you think you should be thriving, but you're not. And this reinforces the idea in your head that you have spoiled whatever good you may have possessed, but you can't compare yourself to others. First, is because, yes, based on your history, you should be in a better state than you are in because of all of your experiences, because of your knowledge. But you have to remember that the level of the test that you are going to be given is going to be determined by the level of test that you can handle. In other words, if you think you're supposed to be as great as you're supposed to be, then you should expect that you're going to be tested to a level that is far beyond what the average person is going to be tested with. If you're expecting to rise to greatness, then you should expect to walk a path that's going to prepare you to be as such. And that's going to be nothing short of a nightmare. So don't be discouraged and don't hate the process of iron being forged just because it's thrust constantly in the fire only to be relieved by being smashed between the hammer and the anvil in order to create hardened steel. At the end of the day, a sword needs to be grinded in order to be sharpened. Secondly, you can't compare yourself to others because what you see is just not reality. You know, there's a filter for beauty, but there's no filter for your actions in front of God. And it's not your job to evaluate others or to compare yourself to how you perceive that they're doing. 
This is even more problematic when you realize how misrepresented people's lives are to the masses. We have so many people trying to fake it until they make it that we've lost touch with what reality even looks like. It's hard for you to admit, but it's what's remaining of your authenticity that is continuing to cause you so much pain in this regard because you don't want to be a hypocrite. You don't want to walk around with this facade of everything is great, your life is perfect, you have no mistakes, when you know deep down inside that that's not the case. But society doesn't reward people for being honest, for being humble, for being open, and definitely not for being vulnerable. So in order to get along, you have to pretend that your life is doing just as good, if not better, than the next profile. It's also hard for you to admit because there's a part of you which has been extremely weak, which is the part of you that is craving acceptance and companionship. You're afraid that if people find out who you really are, that you are a flawed human who has made numerous mistakes, that you will be abandoned and you'll be ridiculed. This goes back to your desire to be loved and have companionship. It's a reoccurring theme, but you were damaged deeply by your upbringing. You have this desire to be loved and you believe that that love is going to come through having companions who express love for you and support for you and are loyal to you. But how could they love you? How could they support you? How could they be loyal to you if they were to be aware of all of your faults? So you're stuck between the fear of being fake and the fear of being inadequate. Do you pretend that everything is going better than it is? Or do you hide away because you're afraid that people will see you for who you really are? You see your faults as being the reason for your loneliness and that loneliness causes pain and you see yourself at fault for that, which causes you to resent yourself even more. As we stated before, you can't be afraid of loneliness. You have to be comfortable going it alone. And the crazy thing is that you have a companion lying in wait, a companion who you can trust, a companion who is ready to go through hell and back with you, a companion who actually knows your situation because they've been through it, because it's you. And for that very reason, you have to forgive yourself because you are the only companion that you have on this journey. The crazy part is that you see others' flaws as just being a part of life. There's no NPC or superhero in this game that is without them. It's a part of life, but for some crazy reason, you won't afford yourself the same level of compassion and understanding. Part of it is also your desire to be great. You want to be more than just the average person. You want to have an impact on the world, and you feel as if any flaws in your character somehow eliminate you from contention. You should never feel good about your mistakes. You should never belittle them. You shouldn't even forget them. But you shouldn't allow them to consume you to the point where you paralyze yourself and your ability to grow. We all have mistakes. You either succeed or you grow. And that's not to make light of your shortcomings. But at the end of the day, we oftentimes learn more from our mistakes than we do from our successes. Everything happens for a reason. There are very few people with your background, who've gone through what you've gone through, who are able to move beyond it and come back from the other side. Yes, the mistakes are great, but they're not greater than your ability to recover from them. And the blessing in them is that the lessons that you've learned on the edge are in extremely high demand because there are many people who have not come back from it.
to hell with what people think. There is an absolute lack of authenticity out there, and there's an even greater void when it comes to people who can relate to everyday average people who are struggling through similar problems. So what? You lost your ivory tower. That was never you. It was never going to be you. Your place has always been down on the ground, getting dirty, where the ragged people go, looking for the places only they would know. Your experience is important. As we stated before, you're not starting over. You're starting from experience, and that experience is valuable. It's valuable, and it's needed because you look around you, and everybody's doing great. Everybody's doing fantastic. Everybody's crushing it. Everyone is successful. Everyone's beautiful. Everyone's righteous. And the only idiot to have not figured it out is you. You're the only one struggling, and that is absolute trash. If you can recognize that you are human and that you are flawed and that you are going to make mistakes and that you are not defined by those mistakes, but you are defined by how you respond to that adversity, you will be on the other side of the veil and amongst very few in company who are real and not faking their way through the show. Your experience is not unique, but who's speaking to it right now? You have to understand who is out there right now talking to you, talking to your situation and being 100% real with it. Someone who's been in the thick of it and isn't hiding behind the mask of having it figured all out and never having making the mistake of making mistakes. This is why it's so important to get you out of this funk. We need you. The world needs you. We need people who've gone to the other side and come back to tell the tale. Go through history. Some of the greatest people ever are the ones who have made horrible mistakes and made the decision to change their lives and have shared their experience and their experience of overcoming their experience with the world. If nothing else, somebody needs to carry the flag. You might not think that you're the most qualified, but it's the very fact that you don't think that you're qualified and that you're overwhelmed by your own mistakes that not only makes you qualified, but makes you what we need. And to be honest with you, you're being selfish. The world needs the gift that you have to give and there's no reason why you shouldn't have the utmost urgency to put yourself in the position to give that gift. Imagine at the point when you were at your weakest, when you just wanted to give up, roll over and die and be done with it all. What would you have given for someone who genuinely cares about you to stand in front of you and say, you're not a failure. You're not worthless. You have value. You are not too far gone that they've been there before and that they're here to support you and you just have to take one step at a time and continue to move forward and not get bogged down by what happened in the past that this process is a journey with no final destination and that they are there to support you what would you have done to have someone like that in your corner what would you have given to feel like you weren't alone well guess what you're not alone you're not the first person to be in this situation and you certainly will not be the last so be the person for others that you wish you had had. So don't give in to despair. You are going to have to forgive yourself. And that's not going to be some spiritual moment where you do some ritual and it's all over. It is going to be a consistent battle. It's easy to just say, I forgive you. But there are many scars that will remain with you that will try to trap you into falling back into this self-loathing. And so just like everything else in this process, it's not going to be a simple quick fix where you have one day where you correct everything and after that day, everything is fine. But just as you see that 
faults are a part of life for everybody on this earth, you have to realize that you are one of those people. And you have to have compassion for yourself. And you have to be able to forgive yourself, no matter how difficult that is, because without that, you're never going to be able to move on. And you need to move on. You have to forgive yourself if you're going to move forward. We need you. I needed you. And I still do. I forgive you. And I hope you will too.